Well, hello, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, as some may say, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. Most of my career has revolved around being a voice and a sounding board for SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. So now I offer that voice to a live weekly talk show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. And I happen to be in some great company. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to check out the voices on Fridays here at talkradio.myc between me and Tommy D and on philanthropy and focus right before me, Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web right after me, as well as Joseph Franklin McElroy later on today on wise content creates wealth over the last two decades. I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday right when we feel the freedom of the weekend upon us. However, we're all so anxious to start the weekend, myself included, that these crucial pearls of wisdom are often overlooked and they're forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. On Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity, and we discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, My last name means free in German, so there is just a little bit deeper meaning here. It's not just a play on words, though I love a good play on words. Uh, You know, there is a little bit of deeper meaning here. It's almost the weekend. We're almost there, people. I've got my shades on. We're going to get rocking here. The entrepreneur's secret weapon is what we're talking about today. SMBs, their owners, they devote their lives to their business. They take the plunge because they have a particular passion, skill, curiosity that they can't fight in an effort to really create the life of their choosing. So why don't more business leaders attain that desired life? What if it was easier? What if there was less stress, less hours, more abundance? Well, our special guest loves to show people how to balance energy, work, love, and strategic goal setting while connecting to your source of inspiration and having all the material abundance you could ever want in this life. The small catch is that you have to really dive in and do the work. And the deeper you go, the more value there is. Now, I'm sorry if I lost you guys there on you have to do the work, but, uh, you know, that's where change happens. So have you guys ever heard that talk is cheap? While we're on talkradio.nyc, we don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is let's use the insight we get today on the SMB landscape and create some more impact come Monday morning after we party it up this weekend. Far too often... SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand, the new app. In my travels, products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, personal, business, no matter. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first, keeping focus on your process that's going to help you achieve your goal. If you do that, the right products will be there. Everything begins and ends with the people. So, in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a great show for you here today. Our special guest is none other than Suzanne Taylor King, owner, CEO, consultant, coach, founder, all of the above, tailored consulting agency. Since 2009, Suzanne has supported individuals and small businesses to grow personally and professionally. She's a technology wizard, a master certified coach, 10,000 plus hours with a unique coaching background, and a genuine interest in seeing others succeed. Drawing upon her background as a competitive athlete, 
20 years as a dental hygienist. There might be some dentist analogies in here, everybody. And the study of positive psychology, the neuroscience of habits, nutrition, and personal well-being. She takes coaching to the next level for her clients. So this combination of neural learning processes, positive psychology, high performance habits, ancient wisdom, and modern tools, now known as the tailored method, has been dubbed the secret weapon for entrepreneurs. So you guys are in for a treat. Her firm offers life coaching, business coaching and mentorship, high performance coaching habits, nutrition, exercise, mindset, the tailored sales method, workshops and speaking for networking groups, chambers and masterminds. Suzanne's got a crazy resume, BA in applied science, 25 years experience, dentistry, certifications in life coaching, corporate wellness coaching, nutrition, mind, body, fitness, stress management, and a slew of other things. Suzanne, is one of the best people I could think of to discuss this topic with us here today. And as always, we will discuss my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument and the artist you would like to hear play it? I can't help myself. I love calling you SDK because SDK is one of my go-to spots in New York City. SDK, welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here for our conversation today. And I am happy you are here with me as well. I'm sorry we don't have my normal table for two reserved at SDK. It's still from the uh, little podcast studio in my basement here. Suzanne, okay. share with us the story of how you got to where you are today, because I, I, I can't wait to hear this. Well, I, I'm going to give you the condensed version because it was a really long, really twisted kind of journey for me. Uh, so I spent 20 years as a dental hygienist and um, I can't even remember what year it was now, uh, 2005, four, my mom passed away very suddenly and she was young, very unhealthy. And it sparked this need in me to say, I, I wanna live life fuller, uh, more exciting and I was about 35 years old, not married, no kids. And I said, what can I do every day that is more fun than being in the dental office? Um, and and less, less of a routine, less of a habit. I wanted to work for myself, I think, was the gist that I got to. And I hired my first coach, a, a career coach of sorts. Uh, didn't even know what coaching was at that point. And really explored, well, what am I good at? What do I love doing? And, and what's at that intersection? And I discovered lots of things. So I started studying one of them, nutrition. And I was teaching exercise classes for fun at the time. And I was like, oh, okay, there's an intersection here with nutrition and exercise. And I began coaching people. And didn't call it coaching, just showed up in front of a room, 30, 40, 50 people. You get asked advice. And I loved it. I loved pulling that knowledge that I had gained over the years for my own athleticism, my own nutrition, and sharing it with other people. And I thought, well, how do I turn that into a business? And that began the coaching certifications a sports nutrition certification. And then I found positive psychology because we all know that everything you do nutrition-wise, exercise-wise, 
if you want to increase your performance, you want to increase the way uh, your body performs, you have to increase the way your mind performs. And this fascinated me. So I said, what the heck, man? I, I dove all into positive psychology and mindset because 90% of what I was doing in my coaching, fitness and nutrition, was the mindset of my clients, getting them in that positive frame of mind, forming new habits, and really making their own health a priority. And translate that into starting uh, one, two, three, four businesses for different people since 1992, and loving that learning process it just translated into coaching entrepreneurs. So that's where I'm at today. Wow. It's just, it's, it's just so powerful when people do things because of passion and, Mm -hmm. you know, in the SMB world, a lot of folks go into business for themselves because they're passionate about something. And then they figure out, you know, that running a business is not necessarily all about their passion. There's a whole bunch of other tidbits associated with it. And then if they start to fall off a little bit from their passion. And that's where I feel like the, the, the loss of that desired life comes into play. Do you see it the same way? Absolutely. And I even notice it with myself, you know, and I think as a coach, you, you have to be able to coach yourself first. So all of the things that I help my clients with from their business to their habits, if I'm not at the top of my game, I'm not as good coaching them. So it really makes you, um, at least in my mind, it makes me be more introspective. And I, I really look at my own habits and how can I be a little bit better today than I was yesterday and constantly be on that improvement journey. It's 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 an interesting concept. I was kicking it around with you earlier that, most of the the most successful coaches, the most you know really successful with their clients, you know the most you know famous, most well renowned coaches, they have their own coaches, and there's Absolutely. there's a lot of reason behind that. So they keep themselves in the you know in the right frame of mind and the right spot all the time. Before we get, take a quick break, I want to just sit out by my fire pit in my backyard, which my lawn might be mowed right now. Actually, I keep hearing <laughs> a landscaping crew out there, but uh, you know, just to talk a little bit about some things that I see here. You know, you have you know on some of your collateral, you know, a couple of uh, alliteration points: insights, innovation, and implementation. And I love, obviously, insights because we're trying to give folks here some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. You know, often the thought for the Monday impact is a catalyst for innovative ideas and then ultimately the implementation of systems that come to bring those ideas to reality. So I love that type of thought process. Bravo. Uh, This morning, I was turned on to an author who I'm going to share with you guys in just a a moment, but uh, he, he had three M's to attract success. And it was Mm. magnetic mindset and motivate. So, you know, the action plan of be magnetic, be so charming, available and helpful that people want to work with you. I just, I thought of you, SDK. Yeah. As soon as I saw this this morning, I was just like, I I love that. (laughs) That's, that's one of the things I write in my journal every morning. How do I want to show up energy wise? I write vibrant soul force. I want people to feel 
my energy come off of me. I want it yep. to be contagious. I want it to be exciting and no BS too. Absolutely. I think that's super important for me. Absolutely. And you talked about it just now with mindset. Everything was revolving around mindset. You got to be able mm-hmm. to shift your mindset, train yourself to focus on the positive, again, positive psychology, and uh, believe you have unlimited potential. But then ultimately, you have to motivate yourself. You have to do the work now, like you would say, for the future yeah. you want later. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back from this break. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're here with Suzanne Taylor King, founder of Taylor Consulting Agency. We're going to dive in and talk a little bit about the method behind Suzanne's madness. And I want to bring it back to something we were talking about just before the break, you know, really revolving around positive psychology. It seems to be a core makeup of, of, of you know, STK's you know, content and thought process here. And, and I love it because a long time ago, I, I, I said I was going to try to assume positive intent at all times. And, you know, especially if you're doing work in, in corporate America and even in the SMB world, you know, there's assume positive intent. Not everything is as, is as crazy and dramatic as we, we make it out to be. 
but just the idea of having, you know, the positive mindset, this action plan, these three M's that we just discussed about being magnetic and shifting your mindset and motivating yourself. Uh, this was from an author named Ryan Serhant. He wrote a book called Make Big Money Energy, How to Rule at Work, Dominate Life and Make Millions. And, you know, I just got recommended this book this morning. and I'm looking forward to reading it. But just some of the commentary on the back end of the book, like if those watching out there in Facebook Live TV land, you know, this guy just looks like fun. Like, you know, and, and all the commentary, she is mixed with self-confidence and topped off with a heavy dose of hustle. Anything can be achieved. You have to do the work, obviously. How to exude positive energy, like STK was just saying. Own a room. Make the biggest dreams a reality. But it's not just about changing your energy. It's about taking control of your life. This book and what we're talking about with SDK today provides an actionable blueprint that readers can use to create positive change now. So SDK, the positive psychology method behind the madness, lay it on us. How do you, what are you, what are you doing? How are you going to market for it? You know, how, how are you doing it? Well, I would say, first of all, I want to dispel the myth that positive psychology being positive is about being happy all the time. It's not. It's not about being happy all the time. It's about being resilient and being able to bounce back better than the last time you fell down. And I I think especially for entrepreneurs, uh, it's a lonely job, especially when you're first starting out and you're going to have setbacks. You will. You absolutely will. If you don't, you're not stretching far enough. You're not going for big enough dreams. And it should be exciting. It should feel um, like you're looking forward to those next challenges. And I call that being prospective about the future. So traditional psychology looks at what's bad in your life. And, you know, those bottom of the list things, and they try to fix them. They try to change them. Go back in the past, heal those things. Positive psychology asks what's good and let's accentuate that. And so, for example, I have my clients take a character strengths assessment. Uh, You can take it for free for anyone listening. It's a VIA character strengths test and it takes you 10 or 15 minutes and it basically gives you a snapshot into your 25 top character strengths and they can fluctuate but typically the top five or ten will just switch places with each other so i've noticed at different points in in my life my top three will flip-flop you know, depending on what's happening in my life. But those top five are always the same. So when I looked at those and I I look at that for my clients, it's like, all right, well, let's not look at the bottom of the list. What am I not good at? Let's look at what you're good at at the top and capitalize on that. So that's that's really the, the gist of positive psychology. Yeah, I love it. And I love that you said that it's it, it's not so much about being happy all the time. Like that doesn't exist. <laughs> like, that perfection no, does not exist yeah. out there. Uh, 
it's it's progress over perfection. Like there are going to be times when you are unhappy, but mm-hmm. the idea of being resilient is something that came up in the last couple of shows that I've done with, you know, with some very like-minded folks to you and I, and, you know, resilience is, you know, again, being responsive over reactive to me, where you mm-hmm. can use your emotional intelligence, your EQ to, to really respond to a situation instead of react to it with pure emotion that ends up being negative half the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in business, that's particularly helpful. I think that's why I found myself working with so many entrepreneurs because I had so many setbacks, not just in this business, but in my very first business that I started back in the early 90s, you know, before social media, before online marketing, you know, it was grassroots marketing, traditional marketing, word of mouth marketing. And I went into that business totally blind. I knew nothing about accounts receivable, payable, um, nothing, and learned along the way. And the business happened to be really, really successful and had so much money that any problem that came up, we could just throw money at it. And it felt like it got fixed. And that wasn't necessarily the answer either. So, you know, I think. I think those and losing that business ultimately after five years in my divorce, I think really gave me, wow, well, if I could do it once, I can do it again. And instead of, oh, poor me, I lost a $5 million a year business in my divorce. Well, no, no, you have to go with, well, I did it there. I can do it again. And that was before studying positive psychology. So figuring out that I, was resilient oh well cool i can put a name to what i am and let's capitalize on that strength as well and it also has to do with you know people being rear-facing versus forward thinking you're a very forward-thinking person and i i love that because we need more of that these days like there's any number look it's not that i don't like to learn lessons from historical data trends etc but it doesn't tell the whole story. The narrative tells the story about what's going forward and you know, what the forward thinking discussion is. You have a couple of buzzwords here that I also enjoy exploring, encouraging, motivating, innovating, life and business possibilities. Your personal growth is the secret weapon to your business success. And I would, I would argue all day long that your mindset and your way of being positive psychology is a secret weapon to business success, but it's, it's not that like, you know, per what you were just talking about with, you know, marketing and things like that. A lot of times people look at that as growth is equal to lead generation. And it's Mm. nothing, nothing to not, not much to do with it really. It's, you know, to me, I always look at discussions like that as soon as it goes in that direction is I think it's a lot more about making sure you tell a consistent story internally first Mm-hmm. so that you feel as comfortable as, pons- as possible and as responsive as possible when things come up out externally. Yeah. And- yeah, 100%. I mean, if I'm, if I'm going to show up in a room or on a podcast or even at Starbucks to meet somebody for coffee, right, which I had my in-person uh, meeting yesterday, first one in a long time. It was awesome. I need to show up, you know, to those places with my best energy, with my best personality, with my best vibe happening, 
right? And when I do that, leads come in. When I do that, money comes to me. When I do that, awesome people come to me. But the trick is remembering that on a daily basis or a minute by minute basis. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's just, you know, again, going back to the positive psychology type of thing is there there are certain things you can control. There are certain things you can't control. Mm-hmm. Mindset is something that you can condition to be controlled a little bit better. It's like, look, the brain, the human brain is something that's very complex, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But the more you can condition it with emotional intelligence, the less likely you are to have, you know, some type of negative reactive you know, type of issue going on. It's Absolutely. more positive response. Absolutely. And I, since you love analogies and I love analogies, I want to share my positive psychology. When, um, when someone asks me, well, what are you actually going to be teaching me, you know, in this 12 step process? And, you know, well, there's forgiveness and there's gratitude and there's, you know, being prospective about the future. And, you know, there's all these things, resilience training, um, letting go of those negative things in the past. And we do them step by step in order to move to that more positive place. But a lot of times it's about becoming the director of your thoughts. And that process I describe as your brain's an elephant and imagine that giant elephant, right? It can do whatever it wants, whenever it wants. It can walk through, like if there was an elephant in your backyard right now, it could walk through your house if it wanted to. And what positive psychology asks you to do and being mindful, being aware of your thoughts asks you to get on the elephant and ride it and direct it with just a little bit of pressure behind its ears. And that's kind of what positive psychology can do for you. It can help you direct those thoughts. So when I slip into that negative place, it's not about not going to the negative. It's about how fast can you turn that switch on and ride the elephant towards the positive. Awesome. Who doesn't want to go for an elephant ride, honestly? I know, right? So we're yeah. going to take a quick break, but before we get there, you know, you have a lot of different, you know, offerings on your website and a lot of mm-hmm. them, you know, I find have to do with the sense of community. So, you yeah. know, give a, you know real, real quickly, we're, you know, we're going to take a break in just a second, but you know, some, some of these groups, you know, you seem very much behind the idea of mastermind groups and I love that type of stuff. And so do folks listening typically. So you know, give us mm-hmm. a quick soundbite on this before we take a break. Well, I have two different two different mastermind groups. One's geared for uh, newbie entrepreneurs just starting out, making less than $1,000 a month in their business. They want to grow. They want to learn. Great community of newer business owners. And then the next level, of course, a little bit more expensive. Um, We meet a little bit more often. It's that next level of business. And totally selfish why I did it. I was lonely when I started my business. And I started an in-person mastermind, you know, 11, 12 years ago. And those 15 people were still all, were still all connected in some way. And I did it because of selfish reasons. I wanted to create, you know, they say you're the, you're the product of the five, 10 people you spend the most time with, right? Everybody knows that. And 
I didn't have those people. So I picked them and created the space. Nothing, nothing fights loneliness better than building a nice quick community of like-minded right. people. We're going to be right. right back with Suzanne Taylor King, founder, owner, CEO, coach, consultant of Tailored Consulting Agency. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting here with Suzanne Taylor-King, founder of the Tailored Consulting Agency. Suzanne, we're going to get a little into the madness here in just a moment. I love hearing, I don't know about you, I love hearing Tommy D's commercial for his show. It's just, I, I almost want his Uncle Brendan to write a jingle for me here. It's, it's so kick-ass, but I, yeah. I loved it. You know, we were talking before the break about positive psychology, and if you're lonely in, as an SMB entrepreneur, you know, create your own community of people. Well, I met Suzanne Taylor King, STK, by way of a networking group that's run by our friends Michael Goldberg and Tommy Demisa. 
And you know, that's how we're here today. That's how we're talking. Mm-hmm. So that was yet another community. You know, but you, you build up these communities. You're, there's no doubt you're going to see some madness on the front lines and some great stories. So this is the artistic observational part of the show, Suzanne, where no subject to taboo. You know, obviously, we don't want to compromise client confidentiality, anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've got some killer stories along the way and some great, wonderful dentistry analogies. But, you know, give us a little bit of the madness, particularly, you know, also, what are people asking of you these days that they might not have been asking you in the uh, post-pandemic apocalyptic world we lived in? Mm. All right. So first, I want to just say that um, entering into this this business in 2009, uh, really coming online in 2010, I was very discouraged. I I tried to hire numerous people to build websites, help me with social media content or strategy, and it was so expensive. I mean the 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 pro- I was only making, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month, if that, you know, there would be great months, there would be bad months. And I, I couldn't pay $10,000 to have somebody build my website. I, I couldn't pay, you know, $3,000 a month to have somebody do my social media content and my blogging for me. And I started looking around at coaching programs. I wanted a coach. I wanted a mentor really is what I wanted. I wanted somebody who'd been there, done that. Tell me what to do. I'm an awesome coach. I know my stuff, but how do I present? How do I, you know, get out there and how do I network? I didn't even know what to do. And I joined a coaching program and it was to the tune of six to $8,000 for this 12 week program. And it promised all the things I was looking for. And I got about three weeks into the program. And I realized it was none of the things that it promised. And that the coach, the the leader, I was never going to talk to her. I was never going to interact with, I was never going to be coached or guided. And I thought, oh my God, there's something wrong with this. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I thought. And it really made me want to strive to do something different for my clients. So my last name's Taylor. This is a, you know, tailored consulting, tailored coaching. It's all a big shout out to my parents who are both deceased now. Um, And I thought, I want it to be coaching. I want it to be mentorship. I want it to be guidance. I don't want to sell a program. I don't want to sell, you know, oh, you have to work with me for 12 weeks or three months, or, you know, some people meet with me once and that's all they need for another six months. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And that tailored approach drives me. And I see a lot of BS in the online space. So I just ask people, do your research. I don't care whether you hire me or not, but do your research. Has your business coach ever owned a business that wasn't being a business coach, right? That that makes sense to me when I say it out loud. Great, great question, yeah. But when you go into the online space, you know, those, those business coaches that you see, 
the only business they've ever had is being a business coach. And, hmm, well, do you want that type of advice? Or are you looking for more practical and real world experience? And I bring 30 years of that to the table. So I wanted to be different. Right along with the, the idea we were kicking around before that the most successful, engaging coaches out there have their own coaches. Yeah. I would agree with you that the most successful coaches, especially if they're coaching on small, medium-sized business and entrepreneurship and business coaching and mindset for business owners, in theory, you would want them to have owned other types of businesses or been at least in leadership and been actively engaged in roles other than being a coaching organization. I, I fully support that. Yes. Yes. But so many times that's not the case. Oh, and absolutely. people invest in coaching, yes. but they don't receive coaching. They receive a program or an online course. And I, I just like to be a stickler, the difference between the two. There's coaching and then there's online programs or courses and know the difference and know what you're buying. Yeah. And it's, it goes right along with my uh, people first, then process, then product. You're not buying a lot of times a product, although a lot of people like to bucket things that way. You're buying people, you're buying a service, you're buying their experience. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think what we're talking about here is if you have the experience of being your own business owner, aside from having a coaching business, there's a lot that you can attest to and relate to as, as it, you know, the guise of a story behind owning a business. (laughs) Yes, for sure. And, and I think it's those stories I mean, I, I remember doing a public speaking activity one time and the instructor wanted me to come up with like my 25 best stories. And I said, business stories, you know, tragedy stories, you know, <laughs> funny, funny stories from the dental office. You know, I mean, my funniest story from the dental office. And I asked her about this. I said, can I can I use this story? you know, in my business. And she was like, oh my God, how you rolled with it. So I'm going to share this story about a a patient I had. And I I ran out of, you know, the little x-rays in my room and he needed to have x-rays taken. And I said, excuse me, I'm just going to go grab some more film. I'll be right back. We're going to take x-rays of your teeth today. And I came back in the room and he was undressed. And I was Whoa. like, oh, surprise. Um, we, we, we are taking x-rays of your teeth today. Right. Now, I, I don't need, so you can get dressed and I'll be right back. He gave you the x-rated x-ray tee up apparently. Yeah. And I made a joke out of it. So it was really he was a little drunk, you know, the dentist <laughs> stressed him out, you know, and, and okay, I'm going to give him some slack, right? And all the other people that I worked with were all like, oh my God, you handled that. Like, oh, it's no big deal. Oh yeah, there's just some naked guy in my room. Like, no big deal. <laughs> and I said, well, honestly, to handle it with humor, like, oh, no, you know, you can put your clothes back on. We're x-raying the teeth today. 
wrong doctor, mother. <laughs> yeah, wrong, wrong end. Wrong right? end. <laughs> wrong end. Um, handling it that way is using my strengths, right? So yeah. humor is number one of my number three, yes. top three character strengths. So, of course, that came naturally to me at that moment rather than, ah, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> uh, and I, I remember that, you know, it has to be like 20 some years ago, but I remember it so distinctly because it was that example of using my character strengths in the moment. I didn't have a chance to think about, oh, let me be funny right now. No. You know, uh, my mom, she's retired now, but she managed a good friend of the family's dentist office for about 30 years. And it always hits home with me when I talk with somebody who has a lot of dentist stories. We have plenty of them. But uh, I don't know if we have that one. I got to go back to the archive. But I know you like to share stories. You know, I like to share stories. You know that I shared some stories a couple months back with your your good friend Denise Stiegel here on the show. And you guys have your own show, The Crooked Climb. And yeah. what I love about The Crooked Climb, you know, just to get some, you know, talk about, about about the show out there before we cut to a break. You know, the idea of The Crooked Climb is that life and business is not a straight path. It's ups, yeah. downs, detours, sideways, backwards, and, you know, and then maybe some smooth sailing here and there, which, you know, maybe an accident in the beginning that we try to strive towards making more of a regular occurrence. If the climb was a straight and direct path, it would be a very steep climb that would deter most of us from ascending. I love the premise. Tell us about the show. Well, it was really something I said yes to on the spur of the moment. Like somebody asked me if I wanted to do a podcast. Yes, Denise and I had talked about it numerous times. I committed to it before even talking to her about it. And I said, oh, guess what? We're committed to a podcast. And she was like, great. I guess that's the way to do it. And, you know, that's kind of how it's been with her and I, you know, business besties. We're at the same point in our business were at the same length of time in business and we support each other. So I I think that aspect of it, the fact that we are like, we couldn't be more alike, but yet we have some very different things in our personality and our skill set. So we bring these two different perspectives in business to all the struggles entrepreneurs have. And we address them all. We address one topic per show. Uh, For instance, our show today is about how entrepreneurs struggle with preparing meals, especially working at home. You're working till five o'clock and then you go out there in your house and everybody wants to eat. Like, what do you do? And we're going to give some tips and strategies for that. So I, I love addressing the struggles that real entrepreneurs have, whether it's exercise, meditation, food, doesn't matter. We all have the same struggles. You are in very good company. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring things home with STK, Suzanne Taylor King, founder of the Taylor Consulting Agency. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. 
On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting here with Suzanne Taylor-King, STK, the founder of Taylor Consulting Agency. We've been having some great talk here about getting entrepreneurs on the right path as the entrepreneur's secret weapon with our friend STK here. If you guys enjoy entrepreneur-related conversation, stay with talkradio.myc for the 12 o'clock Eastern Time show. The Entrepreneurial Web with Jeremiah Fox. He's the man, bound to pick up some pearls of wisdom. But we're going to bring things home here with STK to the message part of our show. Uh, we were just talking about uh, The Crooked Climb, great messaging that comes out of there with you and Denise Stiegel. Uh, if you guys want to listen to The Crooked Climb, uh, there is The Crooked Climb website, or you can get the podcast through major podcasting outlets, Apple, iTunes, etc. But to bring things home here for the audience, we want to give everybody, Suzanne, a little bit of weekend insight to take home so that they can really make some Monday impact. And we've, we've ta- talked about a lot of great things here today. You know, some things that you and I had kicked around, become aware, edit your time, use your emotional intelligence and common sense, start the night before, unplug regularly, plan your week. Great thoughts there, but, you know, take us home, baby. What's, yeah. what, what weekend insight can everyone take to make Monday impact? Well, I'd say number one is, digital detoxing. Um, You know, in this day and age, we are so bombarded with information. And if you compare that to a hundred years ago, we get more information now in one day than a hundred years ago in a lifetime. So just let that settle in for a little bit. You know, your, your brain can only handle so many inputs a day. And if you are multitasking, which that's a myth and that's a whole nother show, we could talk about multitasking. Absolutely. Yeah. And all that. Right. But if you believe that you need to be more focused and more productive, 
I would say putting that phone down. And it's been shown that even a phone, if you're sitting having coffee with someone and you have a phone on the table, even if it's turned upside down, that if it buzzes or vibrates or anything or lights up even, that it's distracting from the conversation, right? So 100%, yes. If if that phone, so put the phone down. Yeah, Friday night, 5.30, you leave work. Don't touch the phone until the next day. And I try to suggest, you know, a digital sunset for my clients. And, you know, from, from email, uh, constantly coming in on your phone, um, to be a little bit more strategic about when you're going to do that. So decide this weekend after the show that maybe, you know, today when you're done work, I'm going to put the phone down and I'm not going to look at it again until tomorrow at lunchtime and just see how it feels and notice how many times you reach for it. That's yeah. an awesome experiment. You know, you, it has to be out of sight. It has to be out of reach. It has to be difficult. So I turn mine off yeah, and put it in a drawer on Friday night. And I don't touch it until later on Saturday, depending on what I have in the morning on Saturday. I, th right? I, think, I think that's such a great exercise. I've tried doing it yeah. myself as a way and it's, it's unbelievable how many times I go reaching for it. And it's, you know, again, it's not going to happen for the entire week. Like start small, see if you can actually accomplish yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, trust me, I, I started really small with just that nighttime sunset, you know, turn it off, don't turn it on to you're done your morning routine in the morning. So, you know, journaling, exercise, meditation, breakfast is complete before I look at my phone. Awesome. Um, it it gives your brain a chance to actually decide and be intentional about what you're gonna accomplish that day. And I could I could talk for hours about that. I know. Um, the next thing would be on Sunday night, after your weekend's over, um, take 15 minutes and plan your week. Look at your calendar, whether you keep a paper calendar or a digital calendar. And mine's color-coded. I'm kind of weird about my calendar and my personal time's in there too. My kid's time, it's all in there. But depending on what type of calendar you use, Take 15 minutes and say, all right, here's my week. This is what time I'm going to finish work and, and be intentional about it. Because if you're a small business owner, let me tell you, you work 24 seven, you can easily devote 12 hours a day and then finish the 12 hours and go to be with your family, say it's a soccer game or you're with your kids or you're watching a movie, you're still thinking about work. So I think it's super important to separate church and state and and really be intentional about it. I agree. And it's great to have somebody like you to hold folks accountable. You're a great coach. You're a great collaborator. I like, I, you know, the way that you approach your blog, the way that you and Suzanne, uh, you, and Suzanne you and Denise approach the uh, the podcast that you do, you know, you're very community like feeling. That's how I met you. You're a community oriented person. I can't thank you enough for being on the show with me here today. You're a phenomenal guest, phenomenal speaker. 
before we let everybody go, I want to share with them the answers to your to the questions that I yeah. asked you. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So without further ado, the favorite movie character is a favorite of mine as well. And that is none other than Indiana Jones, adventurous professor of archaeology, viewed by Spielberg and Lucas as James Bond character without the hardware, which I think is great for this discussion. We're not talking about products and programs. We're talking about coaching people, the most basic, basic of, of things, like relatable stories to people. And uh, as always, I can't help myself. I do have to put myself in pictures here with you. So I uh, I let you take the role of Willie while I took Indy's role. I couldn't help Love myself. it. But uh, also, the, I, I can't believe this was on my little gizmo that I used to put people's faces on. This The picture of them eating the chilled monkey brains in the Temple of Doom. I took a yeah, picture of you about to fall over and just completely sick to your stomach. Um, yeah, uh, this was uh, the second quick runner up, not very close behind TV show character, none other than Mr. Spock. So live long and prosper. The uh, half human, half Vulcan science officer, first officer, commanding officer on the Enterprise. You know, again, you know, you're in good company with Mr. Sam Leibovitz of talkradio.myc, big Star Trek fan, the crew exploring new worlds, new civilizations, boldly going where no man or woman has gone before. Very fitting for SDK as she helps many folks do just that in, in life and in business, right? I mean, that's that's all part of this. So, you know, this is, you know, again, damn it, Jim, logical decision. Uh, favorite movie or TV show? Uh, we went with a movie here, and again, one of my personal favorites, a static background <laughs> that I joke around with everybody, Caddyshack. Classic movie, love it, about an exclusive golf course that has to deal with brash new members, destructive dancing gophers, and a whole list of other ridiculously entertaining characters. I couldn't help it. Put yourself on Judge Smales. <laughs> so I got that going for me, which is nice. Uh <laughs> I put put myself alongside of you next to Judge Smales, but uh, any chance I have to put anybody's face on Rodney Dangerfield, I I obviously can't help myself do that. Oh, wonderful boy. Nice boy. Good boy. I tell you, now I know why tigers eat their young. Uh, yeah, you must, you must, this picture cracked me up. You must have been something before electricity, huh? So phenomenal movie. Uh, it's one that always resonates. I actually, you'll get a kick out of this. My brother's wedding. I'm the best man. I started out with the uh, monologue that Judge Smales did when he was christening his boat. Love it. Half the room was pissing their pants. The other half was like, what the hell is he talking about? And then I obviously <laughs> clarified it for everybody. But uh, I yeah. love it. getting on to the favorite instruments, it wasn't necessarily an instrument that Suzanne gave me, but she said she would love to hear the boy bands of yesterday, which I thought was a great answer. And the boy bands of yesterday that she named were Prince. So, actually, yeah, you, you could pass for Princess. <laughs> All the makeup. Purple does look good on you, I have to say. Oh, thank uh, you. Also said Elvis. Thank you very much. None other than the king himself. So, yeah, I, 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 lo- I love where your head's at. But, you know, the last answer that you gave me, and one that I absolutely love putting my face and yours on, is the Rat Pack. That would have been... Yeah, awesome to hear right about now. But you know, great, great. The original genesis of any sort of boy bands out there. Suzanne, yeah. once again, thank you so much for being on the show here today. We have Suzanne's contact information here. If you can't find her on the internet, you're using the wrong internet. Uh, coming up next week, we're going to be talking with my buddy Chris Shuba about 
communication complexity and your clients. Financial professionals can be some of the most trusted advisors to SMB leaders and staff, but are they speaking the same language? Our special guests and team have reviewed thousands of financial advisor service models. Unfortunately, they all tend to say the same thing. He will help you harness the power of differentiation. They are masters of it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Until then, uh, next Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, we hope you guys got some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.